Welcome to the 20-something Trials Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Denicio, and this is the show dedicated to navigating your 20s. Each week, you'll hear from a guest who has walked through an array of trials, triumphs, and more. My goal is to bring you tangible tips to help you grow into the woman you are destined to become. I started this podcast to connect with others, have real conversation about womanhood and career and life, and learn from the incredible groundbreaking people who I admire, and I know you will too. There is so much truth to be learned from our trials and in those of others. So together, let's explore all of the things that make us who we are and grow into the women we are meant to be together. Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of 20-something Trials. It has been a hot second. And by a hot second, I mean uh, 13, 14 months since I sat down with this mic, said hello to you guys, uploaded an episode. Um, But that's okay. It has been a weird year. Um, For those of y'all who have been here since the podcast started back before, back before the pandemic started, um, you know that last year was a little different. There was quite a few ups and downs for me personally, and then of course, globally for everybody else. So I don't think it's surprising by any means um, that creativity was on the bottom of the barrel for me when it came to um, priorities. And, And truthfully, when it came to having any type of desire or expression to be creative. All of that went out the window. Um, But as of lately, I've really have been feeling the creative urge um, to be back and to come back and and talk and interview people and and really try to pick this thing back up where I left it. Um, And so this episode is fully dedicated to this last year playing catch up with you guys, letting you know what my goals are moving forward, um, and just chatting and checking in. Um, So guys, let's get into it. Okay, so just to make sure I had my ducks in a row, I checked on Spotify to see when the last episode was published, and it was January 27th, 2021. Um, And it was a good episode. I like that episode. So go check it out if you have not already. Um, But holy shit, so much has happened since then. Um, As I'm sure so much has happened for all of you guys listening right now. Let's start with the obvious. Let's start with the obvious here. 2020 pandemic. I switched jobs. I'm some, I, for those of y'all who are new, I'm a high school English teacher, um, but I switched schools. So I originally started at my old high school. Um, and then the pandemic hit and I was like, I think I got to get out of my hometown for a little bit. I switched jobs. I moved in with my then boyfriend at the time. Um, and then within three months of us living together, things, I don't want to say exploded. That's not the right word, but things ended. So for both of us, there was a big life transition. Um, I'm not going to speak on anything for him just because, that's not my place, right? And I also don't know a whole lot of what he's doing now. Um, so for me, I moved back home with Lulu. For those of you guys, I got a little pup. 
Lulu's good. She's still doing well. Um, she's fluffy as ever. She's destructive as ever, but that's okay. Um, so I moved home and honestly, my biggest priority at that point was healing. Um, for anybody who's been through a breakup, I think it was an, it's an understatement not to say that, you know, it like rocked me to my core. Um, but so much growth can happen in a year, so much so that I am in a, a really beautiful new relationship with a wonderful man. Um, before that, I spent my summer abroad, so I did a lot of traveling. I did a lot of therapy. I made some new friends. I lost some friends. There was just a lot of holistic growth. So as much as I think back to January 27th and I think back to that headspace that I was in you know I needed to focus on me and I needed to find new ways to heal and figure out who I was becoming because my life was in a big period of transition Um, and I'm sure for any of you guys who have been through a friendship ending a relationship ending you can resonate with that there is something there that whether we want to admit it, change is inevitable in those cases. We have to take it. We have to evolve. Um, and it's hard. Oh my God, it's hard work. And I don't think I was fully prepared for that. I think in my adulthood and in my 20s, I didn't expect to have a breakup so heavy and then move back in with my family and feel like I was starting over. But that is just one thing that I have learned and, and from seeing a lot of my girlfriends go through similar things. I feel like I, I, I don't even want to listen to any episodes before right now because I don't even know if I would fully recognize the woman speaking. And I'm, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of any past versions of myself. But I think so much, like I said, so much growth has happened. Um, so let's start there. Let's start early last year. Um, I made the decision that I was going to au pair in Italy. So for those of you guys who don't know what au pair is, the way I think of it, I just think of it as like a fancy name for a nanny, um, just in a different country. So I went on this website called Workaway. I 1000% recommend you doing this. If you have any interest in going abroad in a way that's honestly pretty cheap. So of course, bear in mind, I have my summers being a teacher. So I had a good amount of time that I got to play with. Um, so I took a few weeks or so just talking to different families, learning from different families, and ultimately met one that I really, really loved and felt very comfortable with. And we made the decision together that I was going to go spend my summer with them. So I ended school in mid-June and I boarded a plane in late June. I think I had a week or two in between the, the semester ending and packing and getting thing re- everything ready. And oh my goodness, it was such a wild ride to get there because of all uh, the COVID restrictions. And um, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. But by the grace of God, <laughs> I made it. Um, and those six weeks were some of the most incredible, most special weeks of my entire life. Now, the interesting thing, and here's where the boy comes into play as well, is I met my now boyfriend, Zach, 
um, two weeks before I was supposed to leave. And so I remember being on Hinge, shout out to Hinge. Um, God, there are so many bad dates from Hinge. So for any of you guys going through the apps right now, God, my heart is with you. I promise there are decent guys out there. Um, two weeks before we matched and we started chatting and it was just like this instant connection. And I remember being like, of fucking course, of course, we're this, I finally meet someone. And I, I remember that text to him, I was like, Hey, so by the way, and I said it pretty early on, I think maybe the first or second day we started texting where I was like, so I'm leaving not forever, but for six weeks, but I'm leaving. Um, and I'm going to be in a different country for the whole summer. And I think, I don't think either of us were expecting everything to kick off as quickly as it did, but you know, it's cliche, but that's sometimes those end up being the best relationships and the best things. And in this case, it has been. Um, so I went to Italy. I was, I still had this guy from back home. And the big joke with like us and our friends and his friends was that I didn't exist. And I, you know, how like when you would date somebody in high school and be like, no, 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 they go to another school. Well, in his case, he'd be like, no, 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 she exists. She's just like in a different country, but like she's coming back. Um, But one thing I will say about him early on is that the best way I describe us over that six week period is we did not miss a beat. We had every chance and reason to kind of be like, okay, this was fun. We went on two dates before we hung out a little bit. But like, just see you when you get back, have a great time, won't talk to you. But like, maybe when you come back, we'll hang out again. No, it was, we kind of, without saying it, were together almost from the time we we went out on that first date. That's just how special and how connected it was. And we made it happen. It was not easy. Technically, our third date was him picking me up from the airport, which of course I missed my last flight. So I connected for, I flew from Bologna to Paris, from Paris to Atlanta. I missed my flight from Atlanta to Charlotte. So this poor guy had met me two times, was now waiting an extra four hours in an airport for me. Um, But nonetheless, I made it. We finally got to see each other and we have officially been together ever since. So we are closer to seven months by the time this comes out. Um, So we just did our little Valentine's weekend. We celebrated our six month anniversary back in January and it has been good. Um, And that's why when I look back over this last year, I think all of the crap because I do feel like it brought me to that moment with him um, and the continuous moments with him. So there's the love update. It's a good update, which I'm grateful for. Very grateful for. Let's talk about Italy, though. Oh, you guys, that was the greatest. Oh, my goodness. It was the greatest, greatest trip. It was so hard at times because so here was my setup. I worked. So the little girl that I took care of, um, she was five. Her name was Andrea Nicole. I lived right outside of Bologna in a beach town called Porto Corsini. Um, it was close to Ravenna as well for those of if any of you guys have heard of that. I hadn't heard of it until I literally was on the train going there, um, which 
is just magic because it was discovering all these new places that I never knew existed. So the best part about this in terms of finances was I lived with this family. So I had my own room in their house. They had a beautiful home. They lived, I was, oh my God, it was a three, three minute bike ride to the beach. I mean, it was amazing. And so Monday through Friday, I had the little girl um, and we would play and we would hang out. We would go to the beach and we would go on adventures and then the weekends were mine. So a lot of times Friday around noon, um, I would get on a train or a plane and I would go somewhere and it was, I like, I, I don't even know if you can like feel the smile in my voice right now, but it was just absolutely wild. And some moments were so hard and so scary. And there were so many though that were so beautiful and so eye-opening that I truly didn't think anything like that existed. And I made some wonderful friendships. And there's really one that I, she, her, her name was Ayana and she was my little travel buddy. Not my little travel buddy. She wasn't a kid. She was a grown adult, but we had an absolute blast together. Um, we were both au pairing and it was really easy to get locked into different au pair groups, especially within the area. So what would happen is we would message in the group me and just be like, hey, do you want to do this this weekend? Yes. Okay, cool. Does anybody else want to come? And then you would have a group of whether it was just you and somebody else or this big group going to wherever. And that was the beauty of it. So while I was there, um, I was able to go to Bologna and went to the mountains with the family. And I cannot for the life of me say the name of where we were, but it was very close to France. So it was Northern Italy. Um, I went to Barcelona one weekend. I went to La Spezia, which is where Cinque Terre is. It's like the five cities. That was probably my favorite, favorite weekend. And then we did um, Lake Garda and Verona. So of course, when I came back and I teach ninth and 10th graders, um, but when I came back, Verona is where Romeo and Juliet was set. So all I did was tell them about that trip. So that was Italy. That was the summer. Um, and it was fantastic. I can't say enough about it. And especially guys, I'm a teacher. I don't make a ton of money. We all know that. Um, so it was such a feasible way to travel because the most expensive thing is, you know, aside from your plane ticket, but the most expensive thing is your room and board or wherever you're staying. So the fact that I was able to get that covered and then would stay in hostels or Airbnbs, which were truly like next to nothing and travel is really, really cheap all throughout Europe, um, go. In, in some way, if you feel comfortable going with this pandemic and whatever is going on now still, um, I recommend it 1,000, 1,000%. And I hope to be able to do something similarly to it again um, this coming summer. So that that was kind of the last six months, right? So January through July, I got back in July. And then the school year started. So I'm in year three of my teaching career. Um, and I will be very honest, this has been a rough year um, in terms of job. There's been a lot of really special moments, really touching moments, but there has also been a lot of um, trial for, for to stay on brand. There's been a lot of trial this year. 
And for those of you, if you are not in education, um, the average time that a new teacher spends in the classroom is anywhere I want to say between three to five or three to seven years. So I'm kind of right online at this point for slowly becoming a statistic if I choose to leave the classroom this year. But if you have teacher friends, or if you are a teacher, give them a hug. I'm giving you a hug if you're a teacher right now. Um, This has been absolutely wild, as I'm sure many other careers and many other professions have been rocked from COVID. To give you a little bit of insight, you know, into my world professionally, I teach ninth and 10th grade. So my kiddos are anywhere between 14 to 16, maybe 13, maybe 17, depending on, you know, if they're a little bit earlier, if they failed a grade or not. Um, But developmentally, developmentally, socially and emotionally, this pandemic has rocked them. Um, Behavior wise, it is absolutely insane. And I teach at a really solid school for the most part with supportive parents, a supportive community. The kids are really, really good for the most part, right? And over these last two years, we have just seen a major shift. Um, And part of it is on them. I think part of it's on parents, part of it's on us, but it has definitely been um, really hard and really, really interesting. And it's, it's a weak way to describe it, but it has just been, it's been unlike anything I ever expected. And, and in a way that is education, expect the unexpected and be flexible are kind of the two main components of doing this job and, and trying to do this job well. But I have definitely fallen into that category where I have started to pursue um, the idea of possibly leaving the classroom. And so that is not something that I don't think I'll I'll fully make the decision anytime soon, um, just with it being February or school year ends in May. But it has it has been it has been a freaking mess. Truly, it has just been wild. Um, So one thing, and and to kind of bring this full circle and go into what the future looks like for this podcast, uh, I really want to continue to expand in terms of the different topics we hit on. One thing I always tried to do was to make sure that in the 43 episodes that were were published was that different voices from different backgrounds with different stories were all conveyed. Um, whether we were talking about money or love or relationships or career or spirituality. And I really want to continue to tap in into that. Um, I think you know, even though the podcast is called 20 something trials, you in no way need to be in your twenties to listen to it. Um, and I, I think truly at any point in time, you are evolving and you are growing. And I think sometimes which is when we're in our twenties, there's still so much unknown that we're trying to figure out. And I really want to capitalize on that right now of the different decisions and the different paths and all the different, um, the different emotions and the different experiences we all go through. And so moving forward, I really want to continue to make sure that, you know, the array of voices and stories are still heard. Um, But I want to peel back the layers more than what we already did. And I want to dive deeper with the guests that that I have on. Um, Because I think that's where the magic really happens. I think that's where the growth happens. And so that's what the goal is um, for 
for this year, for this new season, if you will. And now because in my brain, the idea of doing something small or gradual just has never clicked with me. Um, Some exciting things to share with the podcast is that the Instagram one is back up and live. Be sure to follow along on Instagram. We are just at 20-something trials. We also, there's a new website. There's a new website. So go ahead and check that out. That is just 20somethingtrialspod.com. Um, if you are interested in being on the show, have a story you want to submit, have questions you want to submit, hang out with me on Instagram, or you are always more than welcome to sign up for the newsletter on the website. Or you can email the new email, email the new email at hello at 20somethingtrialspod.com. I'm really excited for that. Makes me feel very professional and very put together, which I am the complete opposite. So get a good email. I think it's going to make us all feel better. Um, With that being said, this again was a short mini episode just to give you a little bit of update on what the heck has been going on. Um, But until next time, until next week, Have a beautiful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your week, and I cannot wait to see you guys again. Bye.